Ya regresó la venta para amigos y familiares de JCPenney, con 30% de descuento extra por toda la tienda. Esos son ahorros por encima de nuestros precios ya bajos. Ven con tus amigos y familiares y ahorren en grande. Y recuerda, el Día de los Padres es el 16 de junio. Y en JCPenney puedes encontrar el regalo perfecto, desde ropa, calzado, artículos de cuidado personal y más. JCPenney, vale la pena. Cupón válido del 3 al 9 de junio en selección de estilos. Aplican exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com. ¿Qué tal amigos? Soy Sandarti y quiero invitarlos a mi nuevo gran show llamado Cash, el peso del dinero. Yo seré el conductor. Aquí están sus cuatro posibles respuestas. Pero tendré como capitanes a Doña Lucha y Albertano. Ustedes van a tener que jugar debajo de esas cajas. Si responden bien, no corren ningún peligro. Pero si llegan a fallar, quedarían inevitablemente aplastados. El nuevo Game Show. Cash, el peso del dinero. A partir del domingo 9 de junio a las 8. Por Univision. Today, Motherish is going really global as we connect and chat with one of our favorite mommies from around the world, Marcia Leone. Marcia is an author, content creator, entrepreneur, and mommy of two based out of Australia. She has bared her soul sharing her stories of births, miscarriages, birthdays, joys, and also her low valleys. She reminds us why it's so important for us women who embrace motherhood to also retain a sense of self throughout the journey. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Hi, Pamela. It's another nighttime episode for I us know, here. I know. We love recording during nighttime. I really Feels like needed a, little a glass of wine today. <laughs> I feel like last time, not the last time that we did, I'm not sure which time it was, but a couple times ago we did a nighttime episode and we opened a bottle of wine that we've had here forever. And I feel like it needs to be replaced immediately. And I feel like I need... Let's try it. We opened... I don't know if we drank it at all. We did. No, we yeah. did because it was when we did the episode. Autism. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there was four of us. So... Yeah, so but, I'm excited. Like you mentioned in the intro, we have um, someone from Australia connecting tonight. And that's why we are recording at night. It's 10, 8 o'clock for us. It's 10 a.m. for her. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited. Great. So I am really still transitioning into this not working anymore situation. And basically, I guess I'm a stay-at-home mom right now. I just want to kind of take a moment and recognize the women that do this because it is so hard. And actually, there were moments this week where I was like, I think I just want to go to work. <laughs> um, but also, I'm, you know, obviously very happy and grateful that I get to hang out with Victoria all day. And this is part of the reason why, you know, I, I felt good about this, but it's hard. And especially now that she's not in school for the summer, we're just together all day. And as I'm cleaning up one area, she is messing up another area. And then it just kind of feels like I go around in a circle all day. But yeah, so that I think that's why I needed a glass of wine I today. I was like, oh my God. And today I didn't realize that we had this recording tonight. And so I told Juan, I was like, hey, hey, 
I'm going out tonight. I have an episode. And he goes, okay. I go, I'm so excited. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> He's like, okay, bye. I'm in the... It's hard. It's I'm hard, in the transition, I man. I guess my motherish moment is a little related to that. So on Monday of this week, we had a new federal holiday here in the States, which again, I work in news. So I'm not used to really having holidays off. Like I work no matter what, as long as it's Monday through Friday, like I'm usually at the office. But for some reason, we had it off and I didn't know. So I had my nanny obviously come in so I could go to work. And I kind of like pretended that I didn't know that I didn't have to work <laughs> oh so that God. she could still come and she stay, stay with Ford. <laughs> and then like, I kind of like, I know this is crazy. I kind of like hid in my room for a little bit. I was so tired for like the weekends when Monday comes around, I'm exhausted from like, again, being with Ford 24 seven, like it's a lot. And he's like in that intense, you know, he's three years old, but you know, you've seen him. He's like yeah. running around. He's nonstop. He's always like high energy, I, I, I keep, high energy, high energy. And I keep telling myself <laughs> it must be because I am his safe spot. So he feels more comfortable and more like active with me. I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I just kind of, it was raining here in Miami. I kind of just like hid in my room until like, you know, and they, they went off like, I guess like the regular routine, like the nanny with my son as if I was in work, but I really was upstairs in my room, like <laughs> hiding until he figured out that I was home. And then of course, like it all, like his whole routine and schedule and the whole thing, like went out the window because he just wants to me to play with him. And I'm obviously I'm always playing with him, but to the point that my nanny was like, listen, do you mind like stepping out like for lunchtime? Because, you know, we're used to like having lunch, like this is his routine. And I kind of like felt bad, but I was like, you know what? I don't want to make this tougher on him. So I kind of got in my car and I just drove around <laughs> to the corner, grabbed coffee. And I just did some work from like a cafe and it was fine. But then, I, you know, it's like mom guilt. I don't know. It was just like a weird day where I was supposed to be at work, but I was actually at home. And I felt like not not welcome, but I was just like kind of like in the way of my son's routine you yeah. know and that makes any sense so why don't we have our guests for her motherish moment um, of the week she's a mommy of two so i'm sure she has and she's ahead of us in the journey so her kids are a little older than victoria so victoria's four and ford is three right now so we're like yeah. in, the, in the thick of it <laughs> so my kids i have poppy is she just turned six and archie is 11 turning 12 this year so i am in the next phase and i so remember being in that earlier phase and the juggle and the the stress and I think the challenges, they're easier in some ways, but then in, I'm dealing with preteen emotions now and friendship groups and schools. And that can be really heavy when you've got a child. So I'm a, I'm a single mother as well, so I'm separated from their father. So there's all those emotions in there as well, which come to the surface when something might happen at school or in sport. So we've had a pretty heavy week. Is it only Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> it's only Tuesday. <laughs> I think it's all rolling into one at the moment. So yeah, so my challenge in this season right now is holding their emotions while holding my own and then trying to, you know, juggle my work, but knowing that where I'm needed right now is in the home for my kids because I don't have an active co-parent, but I still need to, you know, support them financially. So I, I have to, but I'm lucky in the work that I do that I can tailor it around the kids' schedules and things like that, which I've been trying to do. But yeah, it's just the blend, the juggle. I'm trying to use a blend instead of balance now because I feel like you're never going to find the ultimate balance. So I've just surrendered to the season that I'm in and that's focusing on my kids and holding space for them right now. So yeah, it's been a few weeks, flash months. 
So why don't we formally welcome our guests. So Marcia is, again, joining us from Australia. I don't remember exactly when I came across her page. I think I was either about to give birth or I had just given birth to Ford. And I think I saw like a robe that I liked from her collection because she's an entrepreneur. She has a line um, of loungewear. And I fell in love with it. And then somehow that led me into her personal story and her personal journey. And, um, you know, I think at this point, puppy must have been like maybe two or three. So she was still like a young toddler. And then her story about conceiving her so I want her to kind of like jump on and see how like when your journey began you know like was it through entrepreneurship first and then became the blog you know was born out of that because I know that the brand is related I mean across all platforms right the not to moms yeah how did the name come across so I was on maternity leave with my son so this is 10 years ago when I started and I had such a full life pre-kids I was I worked in media I traveled and I felt that I was like a lot of us that have a full life pre-kids thrust into this whole new world where it was just about, you know, pureed banana and poo colour. And I felt like I lost a sense of myself and what I loved before becoming a mum. So I thought, oh, there are other women like me out there. And this is before the age of the Insta mum. There was nothing like, so I thought I'm going to start a blog just mainly for my, so I have a creative outlet. I can do some fashion, mummy and mini. It kind of wasn't being done. And then I thought, oh, what is this Instagram? I might I might use the Instagram to support that. And then I would interview other women and career women and how they do the juggle. And it was an online platform, a blog first. Then I added the Instagram. And then it was the Instagram that kind of took off, especially when I started sharing more vulnerable moments of motherhood. So when I was trying to conceive Poppy, I... You had multiple miscarriages and ended up going through an IVF journey. And I had kept everything prior to that very about like, you know, fashion and mummy me and, you know, the highlight reel. It was very yeah. much a highlight reel. And then one day I was like, I'm really going through this. I was struggling mentally with a toddler at that time and trying to conceive. And I felt so lonely in that journey. I thought, well, I'm just going to share it. I had a miscarriage. I shared it. Resonated with so many women. And then I thought, well, I'm going to share this journey while I'm in it without knowing how it's going to end. And it was a two-year journey of infertility and IVF. And that's how I grew my audience was through sharing vulnerable moments and connecting with with women. So what I wanted to do was create a platform for women who loved and embraced motherhood, but they also wanted to retain a sense of self. And then it became so much more when I started really connecting with women through vulnerable moments and and sharing, you know, the real behind the scenes like struggle of challenges as well as the beauty of motherhood. I also love the explanation for not some momsy. So like you mentioned, it's people that love and embrace motherhood because obviously, you know, women that love being a mom but you also want to hold on to a sense of like who you are independently as a woman and that's kind of like when we picked motherish like people are like oh what does motherish mean we're like well we're motherly and we're like maternal but we're not like that's not a hundred percent of who we that's are not so all we are you know so it's kind of like the motherish and like that's why i love this brand so much and i've been following you obviously for many years now since you know for ford so ford is three now so for three years now and i, I mean do you do you ever get nervous about sharing too much now like have you found a balance yes yes I get nervous because my kids are older and with with my son I don't share him very much at all anymore I, I try and keep it about my motherhood journey and not the children because they have friends and I they have parents that probably follow my Instagram as well and I their privacy is so important to me so it is a fine line with being able to be vulnerable and sharing that, but without sharing specifics. I mean, when your children are younger, the themes are pretty universal. You're not sleeping. It's hard to do the juggle. It's toilet training. It's all those challenges. 
But when they start school and get older, the challenges are unique to the situations and quite personal at times. So I feel it was a conscious decision for me to pull back a little, as well as doing sponsorships. I don't do them just for the kids anymore as well. So I, I really have, as the online space has grown, I have definitely kind of changed my course a little bit along the way and I go through phases where I don't want to share anything to be honest where I want to keep things private I didn't share my separation online for six or seven months I I didn't mention it Um, so I was trying to show up like I normally did but just going through such a hard time and I didn't feel very authentic to my audience but I was like I need to protect my children and did it feel like a a weight was lifted off your shoulders once you did open up and share that process yes Yes. And again, like anything, when you share a challenging part, there are so many women going through the same challenges as you. And and my DMs are just full of, I chat to women still to this day about separating from their husband. I'm always in my DMs talking one-on-one to women about it. But I did feel like, oh, I could share. I could share the truth of what, because my platform is based on vulnerability and authenticity. And I, okay, so this is where I am. So people may be can understand while I've been more surface level the last few months. Something you said really caught my attention at the beginning where you're talking about right now and the ages of your, the ages that your children are, you know, it's dealing with a lot of like holding their emotions and also your emotions at the same time. And it sounds exactly like what I feel sometimes with a four-year-old where I want it, like they have these big reactions and I need to kind of manage my reaction. And So can you paint a picture of what that looks like? Like at age six and 11 because I you know just to kind of give us like you're like what, foreshadowing what are, what of are we getting into here <laughs> look I think it's still it's still acting out I mean their brains aren't fully developed yet either so it still comes out in different ways where they'll act out at school or they'll or they'll be amazed my daughter is amazing at school top of the class and like it socially and respectful and stuff and then when they're in kindergarten, they come home, they just want to let off steam because they've been so good all day. Yeah, I've read um, about that. And instead of me going, you know, you shouldn't be like this. I need to step back and go, okay, well, she's had some, you know, she's had a full on day like I do at work. And sometimes we're in a bad mood too, right? We've yeah. had a bad day. But we can't expect them to be like well behaved and perfect all the time. They need to have that safe space to let out their emotions. But at the same time, it's a lot because we've probably had a tough day at the same time we're trying to get dinner and they're like I don't want this dinner and I don't you know and then it's, you get frustrated with them look it's, it's still I don't know when this will end every season has its challenges absolutely aloha mama sorry por responder hasta ahora estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk Hawaii es increíble luego te cuento más te quiero be all you can be visitando goarmy.com diagonal español ya regresó la venta para amigos y familiares de JCPenney, con 30% de descuento extra por toda la tienda. Esos son ahorros por encima de nuestros precios ya bajos. Ven con tus amigos y familiares y ahorren en grande. Y recuerda, el Día de los Padres es el 16 de junio. Y en JCPenney puedes encontrar el regalo perfecto, desde ropa, calzado, artículos de cuidado personal y más. JCPenney, vale la pena. Cupón válido del 3 al 9 de junio en selección de estilos. Aplican exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com. Llega a Univision otra gran producción. Un golpe de suerte cambiará la vida de tres familias. Golpe de suerte, de lunes a viernes a las 8 por Univision. 
I wanted to kind of touch on this um, when you mentioned being a single parent um, the pressure of having all the emotional weight and all the financial weight on your shoulders. I think a lot of the times we don't get to talk about it, you know, and again, I don't want to minimize like if we have help, if you like have a co-parent who's very involved, like whether you do or you don't, it's not the same. I always tell people whether you have a household where there's like a joint division of the efforts, right? Like, and again, the emotional bag and also the financial strength. So, What has been the biggest challenge and have you been able to manage having that pressure over your shoulders? I've really struggled the last six months, to be honest, because I had a very active co- We've been separated for almost three years now and we had a very great balanced co-parenting, amazing friendship and relationship for the first two and a half years. Um, But now, uh, without saying too much, he's moved to another state. So he's not around. He's just not around. And that's what that has done. More so than I can handle the the pressure of you know the logistics all of that that was that's hard to do all on your own but it, the emotional part has been by far the hardest holding that particularly my son who's a bit older and at that age beyond heartbreaking to be honest i would never have thought that everything would have played out how it did yeah it's been such a struggle to hold his emotions and his mental health through this while obviously I'm just like drowning some days I feel like I'm drowning because when they get to that age it's all about the sport he does soccer five times a week it's just it's dry I spend like 14 hours in the car driving places so I'm working while he's at soccer juggling I don't have that backup of picking up someone unless I pay for it unless I pay for help I don't have it and I think we really need and it's opened my eyes so much my sister was a single mum but I didn't really give her the credit of just how hard that is like it really is a whole new level of pressure when you even when you just like I'm in a relationship now so I I do have a partner but we we don't live together and we're not planning on living together Uh, and he's definitely not a co-parent he's a a parent but I don't expect him to be a co-parent at this stage but so just coming home at nine having the kids not having that adult conversation of debriefing that's a lot as well to kind of manage so yeah so the emotions have been big the last six months but I feel like we're coming out the other side and you know, I do believe that everything happens for a reason and we are seeing the positives and there's some really beautiful moments and connected moments and things that I would have missed out on. I went to his cross country, which is a long distance running and he's very talented at sport. And I, before he even started the race, I started crying because I was like, this is what dad used to do with him all the time. And I missed out on all of this because I was with Poppy and working. And so to have these moments, I'm so grateful. I'm just looking for the the gratitude and the silver lining in all of it as well. I was going to ask, yeah, I'm sure gratitude plays a big role in this, but you know, in, in those days where you're saying you're you're spending so much time in the car, you're going from one thing to the next. How do you fill your cup? Because you don't necessarily have big gaps of time to do so. So what are some of the small things that you do to try to fill your cup and keep you going? Yeah, I make sure I actually, even it doesn't matter how busy I am, I'll just prioritize the two or three Pilates sessions that I have a week, mm-hmm. um, which make me feel good. I, I have a very close girlfriend we chat every day on the phone. So after school drop-off, we just call it. She's a single mum too. We call each other, we check in, we laugh a lot, you know. <laughs> and I'm privileged in the fact that I have a job where I'd, it's not a, I don't work for someone else. I don't have to like rush from school drop-off to the get to the job. So I can ha- carve a little bit of time here and there. If I'm like stressed, I'll just push back my jobs or I'll just say, look, I'll launch that next week. I just need some time to focus on my my mental health by doing little little bits for me. So yeah, I do try and carve out. I live near the beach as well. So sometimes we'll just, I'll just go for a walk by the water, just half an hour here and there of just like, ah, no children, sunshine, just little moments make such a big difference. 
that makes sense and so important and i'm sure that's what also yeah makes you so you know interesting for the people that are part of your community and stuff as a creator the fact that you are kind of going through the the emotions with everyone right like that sense of not feeling alone and feeling connected with the people that you yeah. that follow you i think is also probably helpful how did your brand how did it change say through the you know through your motherhood journey i feel like sometimes we start with an idea and then that also has an evolution right that reflects your personal journey definitely i think when i started i was like all about this like boss mom we can do it all and i still believe that but i feel like there are seasons in life that we need to surrender to now and i'm learning that because unless we have a village or support around us i have learned that we it's actually the pressure we put on ourselves to do all of it is too much and women are just burning out we're burning out because we're trying to attain this i can be the boss mom i can run a business and i can have my kids and i can do all that but i think how i've changed a little bit and i do believe like if you have support and it, absolutely we have the opportunity to do that yes but what i have had to do and it's been difficult for me is to surrender and even earlier this year i was like okay i really am needed as a mom first this is not the time to scale my business not the time to write another book it's not the time you know to do these entrepreneurial things that I had been doing even though that's such a big identity I, I can kind of keep them ticking but it's not the time to put all my energy into that my energy is needed to be in my children right now so I'm at the sports carnivals I'm doing the canteen duty I'm in the school so that's where my focus is yeah I think in my last few posts I've started to share that you know we it's okay to not be able to do it all it's okay rest just as important rest is just as important as achieving, constantly achieving. It's such an important part of it. Yeah, I'm a big sleep advocate <laughs> over here. I just, because I need it. I can't get through it if I don't sleep well, if I'm not well rested. I'm just like mentally, I'm drained. It's just like, I seen like the domino effect that it has when I don't have a good night rest and sleep. And and again, it's like a vicious cycle, right? Like if I'm too overwhelmed or stressed and I'm, I have so much stuff in my head and then I can't sleep. And then if I don't sleep, then I could thinking about the stuff that's, you know, stealing my peace and joy so then it's I just have to like so when that happens I kind of just like focus okay let me just sleep get some rest and then tomorrow I'll have a, a clear mind everything you're saying is resonating with me so much I recently went through a, a layoff so I was laid off from work after a very long successful time at a really large global company and you know my husband and I are like okay well what are we going to do? I'm going to stay home for a while. And I juggle with like the thoughts that, that you're saying, like, is it okay to give into this now and stuff? So everything you're saying about it's okay to, you know, this is where I'm needed. This is what I can do right now. Those things that maybe you want to do, putting them, not discarding them, but maybe just putting them on a little bit of a break is also okay. And the rest portion, I'm really bad at that one, but definitely a good reminder for people to kind of like know that it's okay to step into those feelings. Yeah, and just take the pressure off. I know we see, especially social media, I mean, obviously having an account, I, I'm conscious of that too. And I feel that too. You, you constantly comparing yourself to, oh, well, they're doing this and they're able to do that. And then you, you think, well, you know, you compare, well, why I should be doing that as well. And I, I think it's important to have voices out there to say, no, you know what? If you need to take a rest, you can take a break. You can come back to it later. Obviously, you know, as mothers, we, it's important to have something for 
ourselves and our soul and whatever whatever that is to fill our cups too that's very important yeah just this notion of having to like be achieving in all areas I think is quite unattainable for everybody you know I like also that you touch on the topic of like expectations and what we we expect ourselves to be able to accomplish and get done and achieve in life and I think sometimes we get stuck mourning the loss of an idea that we had or like a concept that we had you know like I've spoken about this before where you have an idea like this is the family that I want this is like the type of husband and the type of marriage and the type of children that I'm gonna have and when that doesn't happen as you envision it to have you know it's a mourning season it's okay to mourn the fact that you don't have the what you wanted to have but I feel like it's important to kind of not mourn for too long and kind of just like find the strength to kind of like move on right like you had to just like fill your cup again and kind of like move on so if you could just kind of maybe share some advice as to like what worked for you to kind of get yourself kind of like whenever you were had a low season whether it was like miscarriage or loss or the separation or like what worked for you especially when you are you know sharing stuff I always say it's double it's hard when you have to share this publicly right to some extent yeah it's hard but it's also very cathartic you get the response back of other people that have been through it too and that's always reassuring and comforting because these things that we think about miscarriage infertility separation is very lonely you know in this modern life where we're so busy a lot of us don't have a village of people in real life and a lot of us for our village is online so I feel like when you share, there's so much power in sharing your story because there's a quote about, you know, sharing your low point. What you share now will one day be someone else's survival guide. And there were people that I followed that were guiding lights for me. And I get messages from women still to this day going through infertility saying, you know, you were my beacon of light through this period because you shared what you were going through. And I feel like that is so important. But for me personally, I have a toolbox of things now when I go through, which I learned. I'm grateful for my miscarriage infertility journey because of what I learned about myself and how I learned, you know, the tools. You know, I started, I learned meditation. I started gratitude, you know, a gratitude journal, which totally changed my life. And really taking time for myself and nourishing my mental health and my body. Whenever you're going through any type of a hard time, I have my little toolbox now. So I am grateful for what I learned in that period. So uh, Marcia, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you for sharing, you know, your lessons around your toolbox and just, you know, opening up a little window into your life for all of us that have followed your journey. I think just this conversation just kind of puts a little ribbon on everything. And and so we really appreciate the time. Um, If you can maybe just kind of leave it off with like a high note, right? Like for moms who are like kind of like maybe in the thick of it, like just like some motivational stuff. Yeah, I'm a big believer in trust the timing of your life. So I came across this saying when I was in my infertility, trust the timing of your life. And it's never failed me. It doesn't matter how long it takes. I always believe that my everything is happening for my highest good and the best is yet to come. And that's happened like I'm in a wonderful relationship now, very supportive relationship, which is beautiful. I kind of keep it a bit offline <laughs> because I'm really kind of cherishing that. But yeah, for, for women who are going through whatever it may be, you know, infertility, trust the process, trust the timing and just know that, you know, the best may yet be around the corner. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ya 
regresó la venta para amigos y familiares de JCPenney, con 30% de descuento extra por toda la tienda. Esos son ahorros por encima de nuestros precios ya bajos. Ven con tus amigos y familiares y ahorren en grande. Y recuerda, el Día de los Padres es el 16 de junio. Y en JCPenney puedes encontrar el regalo perfecto, desde ropa, calzado, artículos de cuidado personal y más. JCPenney, vale la pena. Cupón válido del 3 al 9 de junio en selección de estilos. Aplican exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com. ¿Qué tal amigos? Soy Sandarti y quiero invitarlos a mi nuevo gran show. El nuevo Game Show. Cash. El peso del dinero. A partir del domingo 9 de junio a las 8. Por Univisión.